How's Dominique been lately? Bad or good? Let's find out. This is Roses and Thorns. Welcome to a very special episode of Roses and Thorns. So we normally just end the show on Monday with Roses and Thorns, but it's been such an awesome segment that we are going to give you a full Roses and Thorns only episode. Hope we got the stamina. Let's roll. Welcome to Roses and Thorns, a very special episode. Gonna get double the Dominique and Ashley. What's up, buddy? Welcome. Do you even recognize me? Why wouldn't I? Oh, you're um, tan from the... I'm so brown. I mean, of course I recognize you. I was with you when you got brown. Like the We're just back from spring break and there i turned 40 over the spring break and there's it was one his thing. birthday trip yes i forgot to use i think i'd never use the hashtag i'm Good. such a hashtag failure there was one thing that i was i mean i'm 40 so like lots of things it hurt and i'm old and whatever but i've been surprised at how weak my skin has gotten like <laughs> the second half of the trip we spent in miami and like i got sunburned and like i on think the first I've been, day like yeah. it was and it was cloudy I think I've been sunburned like once in my life and like my whole job was outside. Just my melanated skin rejected the sunburn, but now it's just weak and you get burnt before I do. I know it's ridiculous. Well, I mean, you you still can't come close to my coffee colored complexion. Good luck to you. Keep trying. You, I mean, you you get caramel deep as you get caramel. That's the most that's that's the highest level. I don't know what comes after. I'm thinking it's praline is praline after caramel. I don't know. I'm going to say it is. Isn't that like a bakery? <laughs> those little sticky buns that Duckling gets oh. have pralines on them. And I think those are a little browner than caramel. Anyway, no. I can get coffee. I can get Well, yeah, mocha. but you said that your little weak skin is getting. Mahogany. Um, it is weak. Honestly, <laughs> though, when I saw you tan, I was like, oh, this is how he was when I used to date. Like, you know, when we first started <laughs> we first dating, met, he used yeah. to always be outside working. Yeah. So you were always like, you know, much darker. Um, yeah. <sighs> but anyway, it was fun. Thank you. That's an, an early easy rose. Thank you for planning such a lovely um, birthday trip for yourself that you invited us on. I really felt like it was like such a gift because, you know, I love um, such a gift to me on your birthday um, because, you know, I love like four seasons. Like, I think that's one of my favorite things about living in D.C. is that we should get all four seasons. Lately, people joke that D.C. spring is either like an extension of winter, which I don't think it's just D.C. I think it's like probably a global warming thing on much of the East Coast. But our spring is either an extension of winter and then there's like a week of nice weather before like just the humidity comes in and, and takes over um, or that like, you know, summer just starts really early with the humidity and stuff. But you gave me winter because D.C. this year really like did not have much like there was, I think, no measurable snow. Not I think I know there was I know there was no measurable snow, but I feel like there might have been no snow here. Um, I have to. I mean, I, the trip so was fun. Aspen. You're welcome. That was great. Um, the the best part of the trip was I, I joked I, I did some stuff with Levitar while I was in Miami and we were talking that about that was the best part of the trip for you? No, no, no. I was telling okay, I was the to, story. I was about to be highly concerned. No, 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 no. That was the worst part of the trip. Dan's <laughs> no, Dan's great. Yeah, I love him. But um I was telling him this story about how we were talking about like women in our life and like how important they are and how great they are and whatever, how they make our lives better. The story that I was telling was from our trip and how it happens all the time. And one what happened on our trip was our flight to Denver worked out. We landed Denver. Our flight from Denver to Aspen is canceled because there's a snowstorm 
And well, we didn't know that it was because of snowstorm. We were hoping it was wind. Well, it got canceled because we thought that it might be wind because they're only small planes from Denver to Aspen. So, and that's honestly, someone told me it was wind. Yeah, and so the the thing that I wanted to thank you for and your rose of many roses is, I love that I don't have to worry about certain things. They're they're just it's just great. So we landed and. All right. So we got a little bit of vacation and we're going to give up some of this vacation. And then Ashley sprung into action. I took the kids and went and sat down and entertained them for the hour. It took Ashley to get everything straight. Next thing I know, it's 30 minutes, maybe 40 minutes in the Denver airport before we're on a sprinter van to Aspen. Uh, and with our just, luggage was the most important. Yeah, with our luggage. Yeah, so we had to pack a bunch of stuff. Although, and- quite honestly, I had packed to lose our luggage because we had <laughs> carry-ons and big bag. Like, I'm so anxious again. I think of the worst case scenarios. But my sister, who was with us, she didn't pack like I did. So, like, I had every person had a roll-on, and then between the five of us, we had also three checked bags. And so the roll-ons like had all of our like all the kids summer clothes basically so i didn't have to repack them on one half and then oh one ski set and snow boots so like if we had to make it through aspen for one day while our luggage was getting to us let's say it was late but my sister wasn't like that so I was like we need our luggage because she cannot not be able to ski with us you're you're to me it, it feels like you're kind of like a dolphin always looking for water and water is the crisis you're just like flopping around on land anxious all the time then all of a sudden it's a flood and you're <gasps> like news, i took some anxiety medicine today for the first First time in my life, I got a new prescription right before we left and figured, know. why not try it? It's one I don't have to take every day and it's not like strong like Xanax. Apparently it's something that like just keeps your heart rate a little bit lower. Um, I figured it was a low pressure day. I should see how, how I did with it. So yeah, I won't be like a dolphin anymore. <laughs> I want to let everybody know that the second half of this episode, we're going to do a special game that the producers came up with. Uh, a dating app game maybe which should be pretty fun I always dreamed of being on a dating but app <laughs> the the coolest part of or i guess the scariest part so we're, we're on this car to ask me we thought it was just wind so we're like yeah we'll drive there yeah get, this is why i actually don't like the story i basically almost killed our whole family it's three hours from like three and a half hours right four hours four i think four four hours from denver to aspen and so we are in the in the car and it's fine yeah, this lovely Russian half, driver. Fine, Do you remember yeah. what I had to tell our Russian driver, which I shouldn't have? But I'm trying to connect with Gregory, right? Gregory's our driver. I could tell who's Russian from his accent. Sometimes his audiobook would go off Bluetooth and I would hear it. And like, I don't know Russian, but like I recognize that he his book was in Russian. Guttural sounds. Yeah, our son, before the conflict, the war in Russia, our son somehow just became really into like U.S. history. Um, and he really likes Russia. So I say to Greg, and Dominic's like, that's like telling someone, my son likes black people, which it totally yes, it is. Terrible. But I was it's like, terrible. it was terrible. So but we're like, riding Gregory. and you're like, Gregory, where, where are you from? Gregory said, Russia. And you said, oh, my son knows black people. It's like essentially, my son likes Russia. Like it's a, it's a ridiculous love, because thing Declan say. like is obsessed. Like he, he has this little group of friends. He's not as much anymore. Consider yeah, well, consider it weird if you want. But like for birthday parties, he'd be running late to a birthday party because he would have to like translate the note in the card into Russian for his little like friends that really like it. You might have to edit all this out because it might be stuff around that we can't say right now. But he just really was into like I don't know. He always wanted to wear a new Shanka. Um, he wanted like a military coat for it was a little weird. Okay. He has faces. Um, I mean, but anyway, I was so faces. excited for Declan to meet like a Russian person. 
<laughs> it doesn't make it sound any worse. Just uh, just just take out take out Russian and put in black person and imagine a white person saying that. And, and then you realize how I know, so excited for them to meet. Like, but I mean, if somebody was like like you, I saw actually on our flight, like Dominique, he really wanted to be for spring break, but it didn't work out for him. And we're not even going to get into that was Botswana. I saw a woman coming onto our plane who had her passport out. She boarded it or whatever visa, whatever. And it said from like Botswana. And I was like, oh my God, I hope she sits next to Dominique and he can learn about that's her. And she didn't. She kept walking because unfortunately you were sitting between our children. So there was really no way that she could have sat next to you. But anyway, so I just felt like it was a connection that might have mattered. I think there's a better way to say it. There isn't. Like, there, isn't. My, there, my, isn't. My, there is a better way to say it. It's like my son is really interested in Russian history. Like he's, he's oh, well, become I did. I said, I did. I think I did start like that. And, and the world war. I did start or, like that. No, you didn't. You said, you said, my son likes Russia. <laughs> Russian. Um, loves the you know, not right now. He doesn't appreciate yeah. what's happening. Well, now. I mean, you first you called it a conflict and then you said it was in Russia. So like I feel like you're on the wrong scene. It's a war and it's yes, in, in Ukraine. Ukraine. They are it is bad. It is bad. I'm not trying to get banned. I'm I'm not trying to get in trouble with anybody. Canceled? Here. Is that what you're looking for? But yeah. Um, you guys take all that out. Um, but no, but what I was really trying to do was like, talk. especially as I edit. saw Just talk. They'll figure I, it out. I love editing while I talk. Um, especially <laughs> No, you as don't I... actually. It would be a lot easier for them to edit if you actually did like to edit. I like editing after I say things. Um, because like I feel like I've seen a lot of Grey's Anatomy episodes where they're like you have to like tell someone something about your life like to get the surgeon to care more about you. Like so I was like our lives are in Grey's. That's what they hands. say like, if someone wanna, has like, a gun aimed at you. Yeah. It's like you I know. wanted to connect with Gregory because once I saw that snow coming down as we passed Vail so we're like an hour away and suddenly there's a blizzard and we're in the Sprinter and I look up we were watching Swarm um, which is not like a peaceful calming show Swarm. by the way. Yeah. But we were watching Swarm on Dominique's computer and like it's all these rows of the kids and my sister Amazon. in the back. And I looked up and was like, oh, sh um, and um, was nervous. So I just started trying to connect with Greg. I was like, also, Greg, you're like, if you want to stop, we can get you a hotel. The reason why you want to connect with someone is so that they like value your humanity so that they Not don't so shoot that you. I, yeah, like no. Gregory didn't want to die either. <laughs> what did I say? Well, remember what he said when I when I finished messing up whatever my point was? Do you remember? He was like shocked by it. He was like, well, that's very pleasant to hear. Um, he <laughs> oh, yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. He said he was like Russia and he said it kind of like, oh, yeah. why'd you have to ask that? And then I was like, oh. But anyway, the point was we were riding out. Once we got past Vail, it started snowing pretty hard, but not enough for me to be concerned. And Ashley, like, essentially told Gregory, like, we can get a hotel for everybody. Like, pull over wherever you could get a hotel. And I um was like, I looked out the window. Like, yeah, whatever. It's not a big deal. And then like an hour later, I looked up, we're on a single lane road and it is a blizzard and Gregory's just humming down the road and I'm scared. I'm like clutching your leg. Like, oh, I know well. he's like, don't look at me. <laughs> like, Cause I had not taken my anxiety. I thought about it. Honestly, I had it in my purse and I was like, this is your moment girl, but I didn't do it. Was there um any other, I want to get to the game eventually. Was there any other yeah. highlights by the game? Not just the game that our producers put together. We'll get to that too, but also the women's national championship game. But before we get there, were there any other highlights of the trip that you want to talk about? Like Declan came into skiing really quickly and he loved it. We're skiing through the mountains and I was exhausted because we skied for. And me and the girls left early. Well, actually, Avery yeah. stayed late the last couple. Like, no, days I mean, she stayed now. later. <laughs> but she was like, I'm going to go have hot chocolate. She just wanted to be like left alone. She was yeah. like, if I tell mom to leave, but then I change my mind, I get to sit by myself at the lodge and have Smart. hot chocolate and and make mommy nervous that I'm alone um, while daddy and Deck stay out. So you're right. So we didn't. skied from nine to three every day, me and Deck for three days in a row. 
I was beat and he was fine. And then we would come back and go swimming like they had a pool, an out, outdoor pool and hot tub. Well, I mean, the pool was just as hot as the hot tub, honestly. So it's 20 degrees outside and uh, we're in the pool. I was you were happy to be out there showing off those abs. You just been working while oh. you were skiing. They were popping. The yeah, thing is like, like 40. You, I appreciate that you grade me on a curve, but I don't grade myself on a curve. I don't, I don't, I, hey, like I know, I know what it was like, and it ain't like that no more. Like I, I feel comfortable in a room full of other 40 year old men, but like, yeah, it's, I've fallen off quite a bit, but that's all right. He you used to anyway. look like a turtle. Like it wasn't attractive. Yeah, you I mean, didn't it like looks it. much more attractive I liked now. It. I liked it. I was ripped. Now I'm just like, a fit dad which uh gross wants to be a fit dad well i have um a rose about myself and it's not your rose about me it's a i've read a book i like was an english major in school i was an english teacher i went to grad school i had to do a lot of reading but since like i finished school like which honestly i think i finished my last program probably like seven or eight years ago whenever we left but like I have not been, I go through phases with my reading. Like, like I, I like, I used to do okay with reading, but then it was like, I had to read so much stuff that I didn't want to, that now sometimes like uh, reading, but I read, I brought a book, just like one of that my sister had left here one time. Um, and it was like interesting for me because I don't normally read, like it was like, it's by Glennon Doyle. Is that her name? Um, she's like a big, you know, I don't know like podcaster writer. Um, and it's not self-help books, but it's like, autobiographical like essays kind of that like have lessons in them and she's a white woman um and so much when I was in school I always grabbed I think it, it started because I went to like all white schools for much of my life from like fourth grade through high school now I mean predominantly white like 90 percent white and so there wasn't a lot of representation of like black literature and so whenever I could and you had like the choice to read something I always wanted to choose like a black book um and so then when I was an English major at Maryland, um, my concentration was African-American literature. And so like basically all I read is like African-American literature. And honestly, so much of the new stuff I read, I'm like, oh, but I missed like the old stuff, like the stuff from the Harlem Renaissance or whatever. But I was like, you know what? Like this is essays, something I can put down easily. There was actually a short story that I was looking for and I loved it and it felt right on time. And like, it made me proud to like try something new and different. And now like, I want to keep trying her other stuff. Although some of them might not totally be for yeah. me. And like literally some of the stories I would read, like a couple, I was like, Dominique, read this. Like it, like it just fit the moment of like stuff that was going on in our lives so well. So I'm really grateful that I did that. And I really am like thinking like, maybe I should push outside my bubble more, but then I'm also like, like, I don't know. And I think that's probably unique to like being a black person, like, like, like with trap taboo, for instance, like I've for years played regular taboo and for years, probably hardly understood some of the clues, like, because there are these things like in like wider, like, you know, American white culture that I'm like, I didn't grow up knowing who this is. You put Luther Vandross on a car, like I can make someone guess it in five seconds, but like some of the artists that they reference in Taboo. Not everyone. I mean, not everyone knows Luther. You can't make Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can make, Luther when I say everyone, I mean like the people who would be at my game. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> um, and so, but like some of the random old artists there, I'm like, I have no idea. Like who, what a Casey in the Sunshine Band. Like that's, I mean. That's you went out of your way though, because like you are very culturally black, despite the fact that you like, by that I mean, distinct from American culture. So like, I feel like I know more, despite the fact that I went to all black schools for much of my life. But that's I know probably why though. About, yeah, I guess you, you like kind of overcompensate. And like my parents raise us in an environment where it's like, this is what we're listening to. But like, like I'm surprised you know? that like, I know more about like general 
kind of like 90s white pop. American culture. Yeah, that's true. Like, you know, Britney Spears. Like, I like, love I can sing you all the Britney Spears and sync Backstreet Boys, Christina Aguilera, because that's like when I was in school. Right. Like with my friends and it's what we were listening to. But I wasn't listening to the things that their parents at home were listening to. Um, like I had never heard a Rolling Stones song in my life until like very recently. And that shocked one of my yeah, daughter's and that's friends. Just and because like, you were on Instagram, because I can't name a Rolling Stones song. It was just because you needed like it was Rainbow or something. You like needed an Instagram. So I remember when you were like, hey, the Rolling Stones song. I like it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, actually, you're right. You're right. It was. I searched Rainbow. I think it's Rolling Stones. She's a rainbow. Um, but then I actually I heard it on Ted Lasso and I was saying oh, song on Ted so although they had Afro beats on the last episode. So watch I out. mean, I think, yeah, all the people around our kids, like doctors and pediatricians, dentists, like you go out of your way. Occasionally it's not. But you and I mean, that's one of the reasons why you want to live in D.C. Or at least that's what you told me. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's a, a thriving black um, professional atmosphere where you can have like black lawyers which like doesn't exist like like when we lived in boston we lived in new york and obviously we even baltimore it wasn't yeah at least it didn't feel like the part we lived in but i'm gonna i'll run through the rest of our vacation really quickly you can stop me if there's anything else that jumps out okay but i have another rose and thorn for you real quick okay give it to me well actually i'll just run through and if it fits you stop it all right so um i think avery smashed a book in like a couple of days too i think she beat you to the end of her book she's so much like she you. she had so already like started it Oh, okay. <laughs> Mine I started on that plane. I was proud of her though because she had her phone. She had her phone with her. She's 12 and she has a phone. And we took off the screen time restrictions while we were on vacation. And she had her phone with her a lot. And then um one of the last days in Florida, she just left her phone in the room and took her book. And I was like, oh, no one pressured you. And um, I think Emerson, our youngest, had altitude sickness and threw up 13 times in one day. She told us. She said Ever. 14. She, she was, very she was proud keeping of that count. Account. Yeah, but then she was fine. And that's about it. Declan caught some fish in the ocean with um with a net and some also with his bare hands, which was kind of absurd and scary. But if Emerson if is, has comes. a little bit of germophobia in her, like I do. It's so like we can say the a nicest, lot. cleanest looking hotel. And I'm yeah, she won't even drink after me. She says mommy saliva is gross. But you know what? I don't really want to drink after my kids either. So I'm not mad except for I'm a little offended because she will drink after Dominique. But whatever. But somehow she thought like she kept throwing Daddy up. Saliva's not gross. She kept throwing, spitting up in the sink. And we're like, then Dominique would have to like clean the hotel sink out, which is gross. Um, And so luckily I have, because I'm a germaphobe, like Lysol, Clorox wipes. Eventually I got some cleaning stuff from the housekeeping um staff. But eventually she started throwing up like, please get it in the toilet. Because my sister was going to stay with her. She Neither of us wanted to go skiing on the last day because it was like seven degrees outside. So me and my sister basically fought over who got to stay with the sick child. And so my sister won. Um, but she lost. Like, we both lost, basically. And so I went to the mountain for like an hour. Um, and my sister's like, what the incident picture? Emerson was literally standing on the toilet seat because like we were like, you have to throw, but she didn't want her face near the hotel toilet bowl. So she would stand on the seat like with her feet and bend down <laughs> and try to spit up into the toilet, which obviously made a big mess. Um, so we had to learn a lot about, you know, a lot of things like the proper way to spit up, which apparently we don't teach our kids. And then it just never worked out. So eventually I got a bunch of plastic cups because she was at this point, it was just like water. So it wasn't that much. Um, so I just gave her plastic cups every time that I would dump in the toilet and I would go like, Every time once I got back and had to help. I was surprised. And this is something I've been telling everybody. And this is related to the black culture thing is I'd always thought in um, earmuffs, white people, I'd always thought that black people, we understood that when you were in an environment where there weren't very many black people, that the fewer black people you see, 
the more vigorously you should like greet the black people that you see. I have to say, you Aspen blacks was letting me down. Like I saw like three black people in Aspen and they did not like they didn't greet me the way I was. You were so covered in ski gear. They didn't know. I saw people who were lovely to me. Maybe it was you. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe. But I I just I didn't feel like I didn't feel very safe if the revolution started. I didn't think none of them had my back. I thought we was going to be I was going to be by myself. Hey, what I I mean, put up a fight. (laughs) Something. Let me know that you got. You know know what I'm talking about. Like, it's just kind of an understood thing. And it was a a teachable. But I don't think about it in terms of a revolution. Like, this is where you and me are different. That's just a joke. But like, the point is, because like, yeah. I mean, maybe, (laughs) (laughs) but the point is like, it's like we should greet each other with something because like we know. And so it was a teachable moment. So I got to talk to the kids like, see, this is what you don't do. (laughs) You see black people in a place where they're the only black people. You give them a big smile. Say, what's up, brother? These are things that must be said and then move on. That's the second time that's come up in our household in a couple of weeks because our daughter was doing this like big social studies project where it's like digging into your family's culture. And it's like a long term project where it's like, you know, getting stories from the past, like doing like a family tree, trying to trace your roots to stuff and having grown up in white environments. Those projects always annoy the crap out of me because like when I would be giving them back in the 90s, it's like, well, where's your family come from? Like, I don't effing know. Like everyone, oh, my family's Italian. My family's Irish. My family's this. And I'm like, and this was before 23andMe and all that stuff right? Which I still have not done, but my sister did on my behalf for Dominique and Dominique did. Um, and so like, we know now that like I have, my family has roots in Nigeria, his in Angola, but as a child, I didn't know that. And even still to this day, like while I think Nigerian culture is beautiful and Angolan culture, wow. I'm sure is too. I don't relate to it in the way that someone might, who knows that, you know, my ancestors came on a, over on a boat from Italy in 1600. And my mother's been making Italian dishes, you know, because they've been passed on through generations in our family and has like that type of relationship. Right. Um, or somebody, Oh, O'Donnell who like Liam O'Donnell from whose family's from Ireland. Like, I don't, I don't feel the connection to Nigeria, even now knowing, you know, for however many years since it's been that Lauren did the 23 and me that, um, that that's where my fa- is like descendant of some slave owner. Yeah. Like it's all like it's- um so those projects used to really frustrate me because it's like it's not fair that you like a lot of times these white schools are asking us to like I feel like Dominique was like, What I never had to do that type of shit. Because you went to black schools, they knew better than to ask you to do that. Me with all these white people, I always was asked to do that. And it's like, I don't effing know my family's black American. And so at our kids' school, they make a good point, a point from kindergarten on in the social studies curriculum to really try to understand like the kids uniqueness and they call it like roots or like this ethnography project once they're in middle school. And, um, but I thought what was nice about it, like it was frustrating me at points because my daughter just wants an answer that looks like her friend's answers. Right. She's like, I'll put Angola. Um, I'll put, I think there was a little bit of Irish in there. I'm like, we're not Irish. Slow your roll. Like, like chill buddy. Um, but like there were, as once we got past those initial, um, questions, like one of them, for instance, was like, um, how do you, how do you greet, people like is there a special cultural greeting and like there isn't like you know we don't say like bow or do anything like that but I was like but you know what like I think I was like one I'm a hugger but two like also like and when I see a black person on the street like 
I nod at them, especially in areas where there are less black people. I don't nod at black people in DC. I mean, I'm not, but but well, like if I'm in the grocery store in our neighborhood, for instance, where there's oh, mostly oh. white shoppers and black people working, I'm I oh, yeah. know half their names, right? Like, like, and so so and I'm like, and that's important. And I think that's important, not because I really think a revolution's starting. And she was like, but that's not culture. I'm like, but it is, Avery, like looking out for people who society hasn't always looked out for, like, like that we are the same. And you know, like like people that may like sometimes I see black people walking around and like or brown people walking around, and it seems like some people don't notice us or them. And it's like, I will always notice you, like, like no matter where we are. And so I think it's, it's, I never had those explicit conversations with my parents growing up, even though like I saw them doing those things, but I think it's been annoying at first that this, this project forced our daughter to feel like she was like cultureless and we had to have these conversations, but also nice. Cause it's like making sure, you know, these things like this is, you want to know who we are or, or how our culture has shaped us in whatever ways. And that's a big one. Yeah. I mean, I, I talked to her about the history of DAP and also, and, the, which I did not know. Yeah. Taught you something new, but the um black, I mean, black American is culture like that is. And I don't know, like uh, if you like wanted something like else, 16, like she wanted like or like the yeah, I mean, or watch the documentary that they have on Hulu that talks a lot about that is like how there are no people more American than black people, given that like all the freedoms that we say that we want, we've gotten closer to the, to most of them as a result of sacrifice and commitment by the black people in this country and the, the power that the country has and the wealth that the country has is largely built on the sacrifice of black people. So when you're in class and people are like, Hey, are you, I'm from Ireland. Like, no, motherfucker, I'm American as American as it gets more American than anybody can be American, I guess, except for let's be competitive about it. Why don't we except for maybe Native American? But I mean, I mean, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. we're all we're all equally whatever we want to be. Just I know. But the point is, it, it, it at least it feels you can feel like you can be made to feel inferior because you don't have these connections because it was taken from you. So I think the opposite of that is to understand that it's not inferior. It's it's a different path. But anyway, segue from that to something I loved. I've you. enjoyed watching Media um, women's segwaying. basketball recently, um, which I hate to say this. I, I could call it a controversial opinion. Wink, wink. But I was scared to write it down. I never used to love women's college basketball. Um, but lately, I find myself liking it as much, if not more than men's. Um, and I was watching the championship game and the other final. Like, I've been watching kind of earlier on as Maryland lost, but finally Maryland. Um, and then they lost continuing to watch like in the elite eight and final four. Um, and Angel Reese, her like waving at the girl to point to her ring finger and all that stuff. Like, I think especially because she's a black woman, I'm like, talk your shit. Like, and like inspire me to too. I don't got the same type of shit to talk, but like, if I could come up with some, I would be doing it. Like, I love seeing that. I get that some people probably think that it was like rude or whatever. I don't know that. I haven't yeah. really been paying attention to the discourse around it. But anyway, I thought that was lovely. And she's from Randallstown, which is where yeah. Dominique Foxworth is from. So, and her brother does play for Maryland. So go Terps. She used to play for Maryland, but she, she rolled she out on us. That's all right. Better better championship like things okay so anything else to say about that before i end nope, with you got your, it. your rose and thorn which i think segues to our game nice. your rose is that so he did do like something called like south beach sessions with dan lebatard oh. like our conversation and you said really nice things about me in there however however <clears throat> your thorn is that you kind of made it sound like and you did kind of clearing it up later, but you made it sound like 
being hot, like, like, like you're not with me because I'm hot, which you're not, I'm glad you're not, but like, like that, like, that's not something you value about me or like think about me. And I get some people would not think that that is a thorn, but one, it feels a little dishonest because what we have started thinking. dishonest. That's why I cleared it up. Yeah. And two, also like, you better still think I'm hot always. I remember when we were first dating, um, I got I think you misunderstood. The point was the things that I think are attractive are different now that I'm older and more mature. Like obviously the traditional attractive things, you have all those things, but it's not like, and I think, never mind. I was going to drag Addy into this and, and, and speak for all men, which is a bad idea. I'll just, I'll fall on this sword by, by myself. The point is, there are lots of different ways to be attractive that did not exist to me before I fell in love with you. That it was like there was like one thing or like two things, maybe, maybe three. But now there are other things. And I didn't have not, all of them. So yeah. you, you let me slide on a few that you liked. There are other things that are not always visible that are that I find more attractive than I thought I ever could. Okay, fine. The end. So now what we have started dating, though, given that you didn't know those things about me a long time ago. Um, let's go, team. Because yeah. you're still hot. All right, Christina, take over. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom. On Yeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur. Barnstown, Kentucky. 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com DF today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot DF. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. So Sarah and I have created fake profiles. I guess we'll bleep out the name of the dating app because no free sponsorship here. Yes. Um, but we created fake profiles for both me, Sarah, and Addie for you two to guess which dating profile matches which producer. And then we made fake profiles for the two of you to see would you swipe right if you didn't already know each other? Addie looks displeased. Well, Addie didn't really want to participate. <laughs> and I said, too bad, we're doing it. Nice. So uh, so we're all, the three of us made dating profiles. And I'm going to read profile by profile, just the prompts. So I'll read okay, you question and answer. And after each one, you have to decide which one of us made this profile. And I'll let you know, obviously, who's who. Sarah's going to be the easiest. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, are we ready? I'm ready. First dating profile. Dating me is like riding an ocean wave. I promise you let go and ride the current. You'll have so much fun. That's number one. So far, I'm thinking Addy. With yeah, that, that leans Addy. The, uh, the second prompt is, the best way to ask me out is by... Apparently telling me you want to pick my brain about journalism, media, spirituality, and then me realizing halfway through, I'm on a date. Spirituality is still giving me, Addie, let's do it. Also, Addie, I feel like I've been calling you Addie this whole time because I thought it was Adnan, but it's Adnan and it's Addie. My apologies. Um, it's Adnan. So Addie Bengali means destiny, but then my own mom is from Mass, so she calls me Addie. So okay. it's like, okay, okay, it's everything. <laughs> okay, right. well, cool. Then I guess I haven't totally butchered it. Anyway, so last one. <laughs> last one is the dorkiest thing about me is I love the Fast and the Furious series. Mm. I would have not guessed that, but what are you on, honey? I'm still on. Yeah, I mean, the last Fast and the Furious made me think Sarah, but I still am leaning. <laughs> Addie, what are you? I don't know. Fast and the Furious really pulls it. Spirituality riding the wave. We have to. We have to agree, huh? No offense. No, um, you don't. You don't have to, Christina. Agree. But I'm seeing yes. Fast and Furious. I'm like that could be Christina. I'm really, no, I'm really Christina. lost here. I'm going Sarah. <laughs> I'll stick with my original inclination and go Addie. It's Addie. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> We're keeping track, guys. I won last week's game too. I'm not. I didn't know this was a competition, but. All right. All right. Next one. Okay. This profile says my greatest strength is organizing the dishwasher to capacity to fit every single plate, thus never having to hand wash anything. Christina, done. Don't hate me if I prefer to eat all of my meals in bed. And the key to my heart is eating tacos and watching stand up comedy. Okay, so okay. don't tell us who it is because then we won't. Now do the next yeah, one. Yeah, do the next one, but I'm leaning Christina. Me too. Now here's the last one. My most irrational fear is being audited. <laughs> irrational fear sounds like Sarah, no offense. <laughs> I have them too. <laughs> My most spontaneous thing that I've done, stealing the Declaration of Independence. What? And the last time I cried happy tears was when Ki Hui Kwan's Oscar acceptance speech. Yeah, it's definitely Sarah. 
Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking Christina was one. But can we once we get to the bottom of this, we do need to hear about stealing the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> um, OK, so we're going Christina for the first, the first one and then Sarah for the second. Second one. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> I still won, though, because. So you... technically, Ashley did win. Ashley of won. course, she's a winner. All right. So Declaration of Independence. What the hell happened there, Sarah? Um, that's from the uh, not Oscar winning, but should have been Oscar winning performance. National Treasure Book of Secrets. Oh, oh the Declaration a... of Independence. Okay. Okay. What a classic. Okay. Just a classic, <laughs> classic film, cinema. See, really. I've never seen that. But if you had said Love Jones, I'd have been like, yeah. <laughs> this is what Dominique means. I like, I'm missing so much. But I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> Ashley and I filled out uh, a couple of prompts also. And Ashley sent hers to Sarah. <laughs> and Sarah. And which was the directions? They Y'all said text or email them to yeah. Sarah. And we have yes. a Roses and Thorns group To be text. fair, those were my directions. Those yes. were the directions. And I could tell that. So when I had to go back, no offense, Sarah, but I never save anyone's numbers. So when I had to go back, I was like, okay, I know that's Christina. I can tell from some of the responses that this is Sarah. So I went and I saved Sarah's number because we weren't supposed to send them to everybody. So I could separately text her. I saved it from our Roses and Thorns group chat from a response from someone in that group chat. Continue, honey. Yeah, so Ashley sent her responses to Sarah and Sarah responded by saying, hey, I'm sorry, but I think <laughs> you have the wrong number. But I too hyped myself up to Beyonce and you should never swap one of those things out so they continue to have a complete we're supposed to have three questions so i sent a fourth i said and my answer was like and here's another one in case you want to swap one of the earlier prompts out yeah so they continued to have a full conversation where sarah was trying to be kind to this person who she thought got sent the wrong phone number or something like sarah what the hell happened yeah it okay so, so confusing. let me explain and i'm like what's sarah's i was number? sick last week <laughs> I was sick last week and had like a whole bunch of cold and flu medicine in me. I was half awake, half asleep when I got these texts and <laughs> kind of like, Ashley, I didn't have her number saved because like I had everyone else's number saved. So when she would text, I knew it was her. And this was the first time we texted each other outside the group chat. So there was no previous messages, messages <laughs> that always oh gosh, is hard talk to go off of. And so I asked my roommate, I'm like, do you think like, do you have this number? And she was like, no. Do you think she got sent the wrong number on purpose? Because Aww. these are clearly yeah, from they the dating app. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I think, oh my gosh, I think that's what happened. And you were so sweet. I was like, I have to be nice to her because like I've been stood up and like, Aww. this is so mean that somebody sent her the wrong number on purpose. Aww. Yes. And then she texted the group chat, Sarah, what's your number? And immediately <laughs> my heart sank. And I was like, but oh, she was no. so sweet. But then also when, when the response one, I was, I was like, I don't think I was stood up. Like, no, no, no. I, so I was like, this is for a conversation I have to have for a work thing. But then I was self-conscious about that. Cause this isn't really my job, but I was like, so, and I was like, who's going to believe that? Who's going to believe like, this is these dating prompts are for a work conversation. So I was like, so I was like, she thinks like I stood up and now I'm lying about it, but this girl is so sweet. But then I was like, but Sarah would be this sweet. I was like, this has, and I was texting Dominique. So I was like, Dominique, what's Sarah's number? And he sent me the number that I had texted and saved and then like I hit the group chat like so I think I, I sent it to your dms like and then you're like oopsie that was me and I was like I knew it was you because you were just so sweet 
No, I was like hoping we would continue on to be friends. I just want to remain like she's so nice. I want to be friends it's like with the her. The start of a best friend movie. All right, I'll read yes. your profile, Ashley. All right. I mean, also, can I admit that it was hard as hell? Like, yeah. I say that oh, I'm jealous hard. of people who like get to be on dating apps because it seems like fun and exciting to me. But it was so hard, and I was like, my answers are wack. Very and probably hard. no one would want to date me from this. So, like, yeah, I mean, Addie and I were going back and forth, and I, I texted first, and I said, I, I'm engaged, and I'm sweating answering <laughs> these nervous. questions as if somebody out there is going to be reading them. I'm nervous. I'm so old school. Like, I can't like imagine using this to find someone yeah so like and then having to explain yourself like that's like so hard to do yeah i i don't know that's why you were like i refuse to participate in this game <laughs> i should have but i'm <laughs> i'm too much of a yes man <laughs> i feel like i would just use the the dating sites to put up numbers honestly it's, it would not be like trying to meet somebody i don't know it feels like Whatever. All right. I'll read and quite yours. honestly, when Ashley reads your profile, that shows through. Good. <laughs> oh, Dominique, I haven't looked at it yet. <laughs> All right. So here's Ashley's profile. So I'm swiping immediately because you look you're attractive. And you said that. Uh, was it the first one? But I have a Valentine's tree and a Valentine's dress. You'd be like, who is this? And in the next picture, I'm wearing like a Grinch outfit. Would you be like, because my festivity, like Dominique's come around to like, who do you think puts up these damn trees? And but like it wasn't your original thing. You wouldn't be scared off on like this lunatic who has valentine's decorations nope that's so nice of you to say that you would be i mean i i did we're not getting married i told you i would be using these sites to put up numbers you are worth joining the team then sure i get myself out of a funk by singing anita baker apparently you're 611 which i don't know how you got that another <laughs> more hot pictures i wind down listening to lauren hill yep i like lauren hill um, I won't shut up about anything. True. Yeah, you talk a lot. That's <laughs> and your awareness of it. My other one was I hype myself up by listening to Beyonce. Like all of the ones were just like, what artist do I listen to? Because it was yeah. so hard. Like, God bless people who really do well and like meet their spouses from these dating sites. Okay. <laughs> what? The pictures you guys chose are funny. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. So now let's let's say I'm looking at Dominique's. My greatest strength, confidence. Ooh. Sexy. Sexy. Um dating me is like being the head coach of a defending championship team. Yep. I don't think I understand that. You don't have to. Guess the song. So I typed a text to a girl I used to see saying that. I'm singing it. He only put one line. So that would get me right there. So that song, um, what's the international players anthem? Yeah. UGK. That's the, the Andre 3000 verse in the beginning. Um, I'm Catholic. So our wedding was Catholic. So like we had to do like Catholic hymns pretty much. My dream was like to walk down the aisle to that song, even though like half of it's about like being a pimp. <laughs> I yeah. think it's awful. Yeah. Andre's <laughs> verse is the only one. Andre's verse is the only one. Like, big boy is talking about child But now, support. even when she's like, be with me, you could be the eighth wonder of the world. I'm like, yes. Um, I identified, except for it's about, like, being. Yeah, pimp um, Yeah. But yes, I would swipe right. I like your confidence. I like that you look nice in a suit and your Broncos uniform. I might have picked there a couple pictures of you that I've seen, like, somewhere online, I guess. Um, and your Ravens and actually one in your Falcons uniform where your yeah. butt looked real nice. So I might have maybe like if I were making your page, put that one up. 
Yeah, I think they the producers chose our pictures. I this, yeah, no, I know. I look so skinny in this Broncos picture, which really? I mean, I guess I am, but I would find a better picture that I look. <laughs> that better was probably in. when he was at his biggest, guys. He was yeah, at the probably. It's just a bad <laughs> angle. No, nah, that was the that, that jersey was baggy. I got some tight jerseys, and then I look real sexy. But oh my god, uh, I would swipe right on you. Yeah, I guess I would. I was gonna say I don't think I would put a picture of myself in a jersey on oh, a profile. Would. But yeah, He'd be that's like, the number one. Is like look. And he might put one of him like in his Harvard graduation robe too. Nah, absolutely not. Because then I would be attracted people that want to marry me. I don't want that. That's foolish. <laughs> Just get these boppers out here and keep it moving. <sighs> so, what would be the dating app for you? I feel like is Hinge the one that you can make quick matches oh, on. No, that's Tinder. That's the swiping one. Okay, that's, so that's you'd be the... on Tinder. Oh yeah, putting in work. <laughs> I hate when you say your W's with a. Oh, yeah, that's when you want to emphasize. You got to emphasize. You got to H then W. <sighs> Work. It sounds gross. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure you would be. Um, okay. You know what, guys? I would like to thank you because literally, like, well, now more of my friends, like, aren't on dating sites. But, like, maybe, like, 10 years ago or how many years ago when I was, like, married with kids, my friends would be on dating sites. And I'm like, this looks so fun. Like, I miss this stage of, of it does not seem fun anymore now that I've tried to do it. It's stressful. This is uncomfortable. Like, just making Sarah feel like her her fate is so sad. Like, can we be nicer about this? Like, let's no, think about how fun it would be. No, I commend you for coming up with creative. Like, you you do good at it. It's harder than I than I would have imagined. It's very tough. I set my location to different countries, so kind of so that I can have more fun and not actually meet anybody. But yeah. so you can put up numbers. Good for you, Sarah. <laughs> but she's not in the same country with them, so she can't put up numbers. They, they got planes. Holds <laughs> <laughs> everything. I mean, different Sarah, cities like you could it. do. She can she can rap all the rest of the verses to International Players Anthem. We can do the first one. All the rest of them are for Sarah because she's a player. No, I want to be the eighth <laughs> wonder of the world. Good luck. <laughs> all right, guys. I think we've got to go. I have to consummate this relationship again ew you're so weird i actually thought really i was like oh poor charlie he's 12 minutes late you're waiting oh, no goodness. you're good well, I'm, hey, I'm gonna have to make charlie wait for 14 minutes <laughs> <laughs> bye guys did you notice i was wearing a pastel sweater for easter honey nice. you get it? beautiful it's like i'm Love a chickadee it. i'm a dyed egg bye y'all this is the dominique foxworth show